0: What happened? Bro, okay, so I didn't have the Anchor app, so I was doing it in the website. Mm -hmm. And then that shit just booted me. I don't know why. (laughs) So I I had to download the app again. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're chilling now. Good thing it wasn't too far into the episode. You just introduced it.
1: I know, right? That would have been... That would have (laughs) (laughs) done. All right. All right, all right. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Chill and Vibe Deluxe Version podcast. You know, it's been a been a minute. Got kind of busy in both of our lives. So, like, but you know what? We back and we are on the docket today. We are going to do our commentary about personally one of my favorite albums that ever got released. No, no surprise, but it's gonna be For Your Eyes Only by Jay Cole. Um, so, Don, before we get into it, you wanna you wanna say anything about about that? No, I'm just ready to get transported back to 2018, bro. Actually, 20. Was it 2018? I'm pretty sure it's
0: 2018, or like oh, late uh, 2017. I'm pretty sure, a... bro.
1: The album came out in 2016. Oh fuck! Album well, came out in 2016, and then the documentary was in 2017.
0: Oh well, same shit. I'm ready to get transported back in time, bro.
1: And <laughs> <Yeah>, we back. <laughs> All right, then. Well, let's go ahead and jump into it. So this is 2014, For Your Eyes Only. Uh, again, like I said, this is one of my favorite albums. It was probably one that I, that I still play to this day. Um, just about it, yeah, it got released in 2016, 2016 in December. And... And let's see, another another album that, this is the second album of Jake Cole that when he started the trend where he had no features on this album, it was just him carrying the whole thing solo dolo So with that, I'll go ahead and just uh, have some notable mentions on this album. It ranked number one in the U.S. Billboard 200 chart. Um, Ranked number one in the U.S. top R&B slash hip-hop albums of Billboard. And it also ranked number one in the Canadian album Billboard. And it got the second album in R&B albums for the U.K. And in the United States, it hit platinum. United Kingdom, it reached gold. So over 1 million copies sold in the United States and over 100,000 copies sold in the United Kingdom damn, putting up numbers, bro. Yep. Yep. And, like, that's really, again, like, not many people if, like, can or even attempt, like, just, like, carrying the hot album by themselves, especially like, on, like, especially, like, he did it once, but just to redo it, like, two times, like, that's just, that's just baldy. Yes, sir. And an interesting fact about this album is um, that, this album is, was dedicated to one of his, one of his friends that end up getting, he um, ended up, what, getting killed, right?
0: Yeah, in the, where he talks about in Change.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, um, it, it was, uh, it was basically a tribute album to his friend that passed away due to um, gun violence and just, like, gang violence. So, um, that, I thought that was uh, really cool that he ended up having a tribute to his friends who went out that way.
0: What is playing in the background? That was on um, Haley's video. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, let's dive into the cover art. All right. So the the cover art. Honestly, I think this one is an iconic cover. Just having the the black and white with the gray tones. Just having his back back facing the cover. Yeah. And it's just like. It just basically is... To me, the best fucking cover goes hard.
0: (laughs) Bro, and then, like, it's... It's, like, playing on that thing where kids are looking up to him, so he's, like, putting on a brave face, or he's putting on... He's putting on for his city, because you have that, like, child looking up to him and his back... He doesn't want to be the focus of this album, but he wants the message to, like, cut through.
1: Right. Right, even though he's not the... It's not himself, but like he's a piece for training like him, like this whole album is being from the point of view of his friend, but he knows that in his community, he is that role model and he is that people that, that little kids in his community look up to. So it's like his, his job or his duty to be that role model and be that, that solid figure that, that little kids or people to look up to in their lives.
0: Yeah, and then you get the, like, plain white tea like he's not trying to flex on people he's not trying to impress anyone he's just trying to convey like honestly what in America and what's going on in black communities so I think it's pretty Mm -hmm. pretty heartwarming and it's pretty like somber because it's black and white
1: Right, and a comparison of this cover art is like the kind of like in the same, in the same uh, category, the same thing that Kendrick did with *The Pimp Butterfly*, like yes, it was the black uh, and white, and been, like the yeah. African Americans in that in that album cover. So uh, yeah. it kind of gives me that type of vibe as well.
0: Yeah.
1: So, so overall, I think this is a solid. <laughs> completely unbiased, I think this is a solid five out of five album cover.
0: It definitely fits the album together as a whole i wouldn't say like it's my favorite album cover of all time i think it fits his overall message and tone of the album like like for fit wise it's a 10 overall aesthetic i'd say like it's like a seven
1: right see like See, and I think it hits on all marks for me. That's why I gave it a. That's why I gave it a five out of five, just because yeah, as far as like the overall message that it stands conveying with the album, as like, like you said, I believe that does that well. But then every time like low, key, every time I see this like this album cover, like no matter like in my playlist or I just see it around, like, damn, like fuck yeah, like that's such an iconic cover that that even though it's not his best album cover, it matches yeah. like left such like a, a impact on me. Just like seeing, yeah. like, like this whole album. Just like that's why I gave it that for. Well, because we bias though.
0: We bias. <laughs> you can't, you can't <laughs> knock it. We bias. So
1: that's true. And uh, so let's go ahead and get on to the first track unless you have anything else to say about that.
0: Nah, let's rock and roll, baby.
1: Alright, cool. So the first track on this album is For Whom the Bell Tolls," And in this I'll one see is just like uh, you,
0: oh my very eyes. yeah
1: this is a great intro it is and it um it hits on those notes like um like for example like an intro like on 2014 it was just like um like kind of like do you want to be happy do you want to like like basically like having that introduction of what we're doing but like in this one it gets like the vibes like it's of like hopelessness and having nowhere to go and even though and it's from like the his friend's perspective and there's like contemplating 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 thoughts of suicide and that lion is saying like ain't no way to live do i want to die like i don't know like right away like right away like you get hit with that gut punch is like oh shit like we're gonna be in for an experience like we have like suicidal thoughts we have this feeling of dread and hopelessness in this in this intro with this
0: song, I always, like, associated with, like, the rain. I don't know why, like, I don't know if I it's, the rain. but, like, oh, it's when rain. I hear it, I, like, hear the rain on, like, a right. or, like, a window seal. That's kind of where my mind goes when I hear this song, and that really speaks volumes of how J. Cole, as an artist, is able to put that mindset. You right. in that like space where you could like travel to hold, the, and then we'll see him, film mentality later on. But like, it's so crazy how he's, he's
1: so effectively. Right. Exactly. Like you, you get like I said. Like that's what I meant by the gut punch too. Like you just get yeah. You just immediately get immersed into a into the album with that first track. Like it really just brings you in. It's like oh shit, like where are we going from here? Like, holy and fuck. I know,
0: and I know, like, for <laughs> whom the bell tolls, like, it's to something, but I just, I never dove deeper into it. Let's see. Is it? I think it's like, I don't know. I think it might be, like, a biblical reference. Like a church bell or something? I don't know. Maybe. Oh, it biblical actually, reference.
1: Uh, it was, uh, it was actually a reference to Ernest Hemingway's 1940 novel *For Whom the Bell Toll.
2: See, it I knew a, it was... a,
1: a young American engaged a uh, guerrilla where uh, warfare during the Spanish Civil War. The novel centers oh, yeah. on the Cause
2: idea of it oh.
1: oh yeah. Yeah, because again, like the novel centers on the idea of death and suicide, in which. In both which James explores these lyrics. I have no one. I'm lonely and my bridges have burned down. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> if you don't. All right. So um, the next pack on this album is Immortal. Immortal. Uh... <laughs> in this one um and this one i kind of get like the vibe where like um where j cole is examining like the gravity of death not only like from james's perspective but like as a drug drug artist but like from himself as a as like it's just like coming from the perspective of his community and just like what it's like growing up and being around that type of environment
0: also like empowering like because he's saying like my my words aren't going to die. Like, I might die, but because I'm saying these words and I'm putting on for my city, I'm going to be immortal. Right. Now it's Billy a Pocket full of hope. Screaming dolly in the dream with my cousin looking broke. Waking up six, eight. Waking up four, man. Ah, fuck. I forgot how <laughs> Gotta hit the boat flex.
1: <laughs> Gotta hit the boat Place Get my weight up on the block, key? Keep a watch for the cops. God, they love to serve a three hots and a cot. Nowadays, crime pays like a part-time job in the drought. Got me praying like part-time, oh, so it rain come again and the pain all for down.
0: No, cause I'm saying that's It's the poutine.
1: Yeah, this I would I, I agree with you how it's um how it's like really impactful too. I was just like how how he says like real where people don't die and. What's the what's the deal of living a long life if it's unfulfilled? Like, there's a lot of just like sentimental, or there's a lot of like uh, a lot of just points in this song that he makes where it's just like, damn! Like when you actually read into the lyrics, it's like, oh shit! Like, damn! Like you, even though you are, you, even though you are dead, it all matters about the legacy that you leave behind. Type of thing.
0: Yeah, that's why that's why like this shit we're doing is so dope to me, cause like this is our legacy for real. Like, where I'll be looking back, like, who knows how long we'll be doing this. Like, shit may come up, you might have another kid, I might be working, I'm fucking, who, who knows what the fuck but back at this time, at this specific moment, and like, any infamy kind of, so that's pretty right. dope how it's relatable to us now
1: right and even though like even though we don't have like and that's the thing and we're not even doing it for for people to listen like if people don't listen enjoy it dope but like we're doing this because like like you said like it's our it's something that we're putting out to the world like it's something that we created something that we're doing just like yeah i mean we look and real we people look back, don't die like, bro. exactly <laughs> and, when, and like you said <laughs> we'll look back in like 10 15 years whatever it's like damn bro we, we really talk like that <laughs> <laughs> what's we're gonna
0: be looking back and be like "For eyes only still hit bro <laughs> it's
1: all for your eyes only are listening to it every day though <laughs> alright but yeah that that song is a certified banger every time that song comes on even even though oh, the message like it has a deep message though like when I turn that shit on I bump it
0: oh yeah that's a good work that gets me pumped bro
1: it's funny uh, <laughs> it's funny Whenever I was I was rapping this song in the car the other day, or like it was like a while back, and um and I was rapping it, and then Haley just like turns to me and was like, "How come you try to sound black when you're rapping?" It's like, "What? I'm not trying. <laughs> I'm, I'm just rapping."
0: <laughs> Bro, we're we're golfing. Me and my we're golfing, and I was like, "Skip this and this song." He's like, "No, no, no, no. no go back. Go." Back. Oh, gosh, you got to hear this shit? He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." I fucking bumped down the golf <laughs> car cart real quick. Just the intro. The intro just so distinct, bro. He's like, ah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was barely 17 what the fuck it was... Yeah. So so let's go ahead and move on to the next one. The next song is person like one of my favorites. Like I know it's like probably going to say that a lot throughout this album, but this song is like it just hits hard. It's called Déjà vu and it has oh, like, yeah. the, like it has like that sample from Bryce Killer so like that, even like Bryson Tiller's exchange, mixed with this, with the lyrics and how Cole produced it, like this song just fucking thing, And I um, thought
0: this song came out first, or some controversy like that they're beefing or something about which song came out first. I don't know. I remember hearing it was something actually about that.
1: But, well, this this album came out in 2017, so then Bryson Tiller's um exchange came out in 2015. Oh. Well, but, Cole's probably sitting up. But then again, but then again, it was, um, yeah, because after the song was released, controversy sprung surrounding this production because the beat sounded similar to Bryson Tiller's 2015 exchange. In an interview with Billboard, Dreamville president confirmed that this song was actually recorded for Cole's previous album, 2014, meaning See? that it was produced before the exchange beat. See, I knew but. it.
0: See, I, even though I didn't know it, <laughs> The whole story, I knew the fucking foundations of the story. I knew there was some shit going on. But right. Cole, and... Cole had that shit. You know it. Right.
1: <laughs> and then, uh, so this song is basically on Deja Vu. J. Cole raps about the perspective of, of his dead or his deceased friend, James McMillian, who imagines a conversation with a woman about the kind of men she gravitates towards. He believes that he can unseat those guys if she would only give him a small town guy from the streets chance, Which like honestly like this this song is one of the songs that I fucking just like turn to Haley too, bro. <laughs> put put you don't stop, off top, put you on, only two o'clock, put your motherfucking hood up. Like it's like uh, like in the intro, I always turn to Haley. It's just like put a finger in the sky if you want it. You want it. Put your fingers in the sky, in if, the sky you if
0: you want it. Put a finger in, the, a sky finger in and, the sky
1: if you want it. And then I, I was like, uh, and then I like remix it and I put, put a finger in the sky if you want it. Put your fingers in the sky if you want her. And then I put, and then I say, I put a finger in the sky because I got her.
2: <laughs> uh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, but nah, this song, like this song, I like this song just because it's like, small town, small town, I got bigger dreams. And then like, uh, so so this song just like it always just hits whenever it comes on it's just it's for real and i don't know like
0: the exact lyrics off the top of my head but there's like some lines that like hit me in the heart bro you're like oh fuck oh right. uh, my heart why you gotta say <laughs> it like that jermaine, jermaine. <laughs> <laughs> Last nice call at the bar, ladies get a drink, they can get some balls in your town, you go see that bitch tomorrow. Ew.
1: Bitch tomorrow's
0: okay. It's like weekend. Drop the bed today or something, and get the freaking. Nice nice Last call at the, ball. At the bar, ladies get a drink, they get some balls in your town, and you go see that bitch tomorrow. Bro, that's facts though, for real. Honestly. Like, that's what happened at the pitbull concert yesterday.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah. Fucking <laughs> like a manhole. Hey,
0: you he <laughs> <right>. yeah. <laughs> <Liar. laughs> that was not uh, I no lie, I no lie. I just dance, I just do the dance.
1: I think um Marley and Penny peed on that rug. Fucking Penny. Fucking
0: Marvin. Huh? What? 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 Huh? I huh? What? Who? <laughs> Hello. 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 I'm a scare for one and ten and goods of that I want it. No question. I know destiny well. Though I seen another Lord blessing me still. Every Saint got a past every sinner got a future, every loser got a win, and every winner gotta lose some day. Bro, I love that line. That line. <laughs> Bro, don't you think it's crazy how much J. Cole implements religion it
1: like? I don't think it's crazy. I think it's uh Well, Well, like like, whenever
0: Like I don't realize it when I'm like rapping it though, and then like when I look back at it, I'm like fuck, like every other song has like some reference like to forbidden like forbidden fruit or or like change. You just have these that come up again and again and I think it's why we gravitate. Gravitate towards him as an artist just because of how, like, honest and how, um, what's the word? What is how what, how devoted he is, like, to his faith. And right. he kind of plays on that, too. Like, he knows, like, every saint got a, pe- every synagogue got a future. Like, he knows, again, like, Father, forgive me for my ways so in Two cities. It's just crazy how he's able to manipulate those bars and flows to reach an audience that like may not actually believe in that sort of thing, you know? Right. I get that, but yeah, I feel like that's that's enough for Deja Maybe That's
1: enough fucking <laughs> that's enough. man it's like we had this conversation before i know what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) all right let's go ahead and move on to the next one the next one is going to be it is bill mentality i feel like this one is i think this one is like an underrated track in this in this album So in this one, he um, in this one, and Bill mentality focuses on the perils of fame that J Cole has experienced. He reiterates his feelings about choosing an early retirement from the rap. J Cole originally used the term Bill mentality on his 2013 song Can I Holla at You. He also brought up the term Fayette Bill mentality in his documentary 2014 for a sales drive homecoming. Describing it as the belief that opportunity was not uh, present in his small town. How
0: long can I survive with this mentality? This song is hella repetitive, but this song is kind of a skip song for me, honestly,
1: low-key. Honestly, I like this song. Like, this song is, like, one that, like, I could just, like, I could just, like, go to. I have to be in the mood for this song, like... Hit it, play me, could... never. Give it my tank never. Give it my pride, never. Don't mind never. don't my ne- never. don't my name, never. <laughs> Can I survive with this mentality? I
0: get mad
1: at my dad. Then I say... I wish my dad was here. Oof. 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 But this is but this is, <laughs> like I said, like I think this song and that song is just like a, a underrated song for me personally, just because it's like one of those it kinda like um it's kinda like hello in a sense for me.
0: Yeah, um, I could for, see that. I could like, see
1: it's that it's just like it's like one of those songs where it's just like gives like a breather like to the album. Like you had you had that For Whom the Bells Toll, then you had Immortal, and then you had Deja Vu, which like all of them are less like kind of like higher pace, higher uh, higher tempo and stuff like that. And this one's just kinda like a okay, let's go ahead and let it breathe a little bit. And then I think it's like a and also like a shift into like a like a slower tone into the album when you get like midway through it. And this is like yeah. that shift song. Yeah, I could see that.
0: I don't have much much else to say about this, but, like, he does give that, like, you need to have that dog mentality when you're from the hood. Like, you need that chip on your shoulder if you're going to make it sort of thing.
1: Yeah, exactly. And why do you think that, like, have a sports analogy, like, there's a lot of, like, it's a reason why the NFL and, like, NBA and stuff like that, like, these players, most of them that are playing are... Either undrafted or come from like little small schools. Oh yeah, like Duke. Yeah, like like you just don't like you have to have that dog mentality to make it make it like far in life. Like you're unless like everything's just given to you and just like fucking well off like to begin with. But for the most part, if you don't have that dog, like you don't have that drive. Yeah, we dogs.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so on that note the uh, the next song we have on this album is he's Vine part one and this uh, is a uh, i this love is this one song. that was the uh, from the perspective of his late friend while the narrative per uh, focused primarily on james uh, j cole draws inspiration from his own experiences and parallels james's story to his upbringing in Fayetteville. the back and forth voices in the outro seem to be Cole's way of in into finding his and James's story about finding love.
0: Bro, this song is, this song is so intimate and so like loving. Like you could tell the the tender, to she's mine one and she, part two. Like, I just yeah. love both of those songs. Like, and, like yeah, I never felt, found... I Man, never felt so alive.
2: Catch me. Dude.
0: Don't you like that one line? I'm just like fuck. If I had like a daughter or some shit, or like a like you have a son now, like it probably hits mm-hmm. harder now. Honestly, you. like
1: uh, for part one, part one always just like reminds me of like this is like the song that it tells like tells you exactly how I feel about it. It's just like I never I fall in love for the first time. I want to cry. I ain't even trying to fight it. Don't want to die because now you're here. And- one of you.
2: Mm.
1: and it's just like that one line too it's just like every time you go to sleep you look like you in heaven but the head game is stronger than you it said you shine just like the patent leather on my new you read me like the book like I'm the bible and you the reverend Rebel. and it's just like exposing exposing you to all my demons and the reason I'm this way I would like to paint a picture but it will take more
0: than more than a day It'll take it more than years,
1: years to get all over all, all my over fears. All my feet, preventing me from you see all of me perfectly clear. In the same wall that's stopping me from letting go anything. getting tears the
0: father and past. The passion my of my tears. While I'm too scared to expose myself, it turns out I'm better than I know myself. Better than I know
1: myself. Well, how about that? that. And so, it's just like, like, Don just fucking, like yeah, like, that whole... That whole verse right there, bro, is just like exactly like how I felt when I met him, when I started like, like when I do, like, she all gets him, you get
0: me. <laughs> she hugs him, you kiss me, that whole
1: shit, yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, you miss me, and I believe, I believe, I believe. This song
0: is just, yeah, <laughs> it's a banger. It's, it's another one of those. I feel like. I want to listen to it in the rain or late at night, like, with that loved one, just all bundled up, you know?
1: Yeah, it's, like, the ones where you just, like, like, when you have, like, the, just, like, romanticizing about shit, it's, like, uh, like, whenever I listen to shit, like, it comes out when I'm doing artwork or something, like, like, <laughs> like, like yeah, like, whenever, like, I'm, like, listening to it, it comes out, like, because I listen to albums at a time while I'm, like, doing artwork, and uh, I want yeah. to listen to the shit working out like, fuck, that like, it's way too slow. But, <laughs> but, like, when I'm doing that, like, and then, like, I just, like, remember of all, like, the shit that me and Haley did and everything like that. just like, ha, I remember that. <laughs> it just, like, brings out those thoughts and those emotions, like, whenever, like, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I feel huh. like that's enough. Well, we've pretty much covered, like, we'll get to She's Mine Part 2. Because I like yeah. She's Mine Part 1 more than She's Mine Part 2. I don't know why. <laughs> <That's>
1: interesting. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, next song. The next song is called "Change," and in this one, it is that's when we get back into the up, the higher tempo, faster, faster tempo, and stuff like that. And on this one, J Cole reflects on the mat- uh, maturation of his understanding of the cycle of violence and crime in struggling black communities and the details of the murder of his friend James. The song title is a play on the double meaning of change, the first change through actions, and the second change in uh, POV and narration. Knowledge from change
0: inside.
1: Oh. In cemeteries or any change, I think you that.
0: The only, the only verse, like, I know, like, by heart, like, um, like, without looking at the lyrics, is, like, yeah, Prodigal Son, got a new gun, miss one uh, been running an animal, leaving my boyfriend on my hand, i got no balls, become a star, remain myself. If I fall, just enough to regain myself. Fuck them all. That's the only part. Off the <laughs> But this is a good song. I haven't listened to it in a while because it, it hasn't ran through the playlist yet mm-hmm. but yeah like i remember when this came out i remember like immortal and then like change or like my top two probably just because of how upbeat they were and how right. easy it were to like listen to like even if you're working out or if you're just chilling like it was just an
1: easy lesson right exactly and, like, it, it has that it has that vibe and that flow to it, too. But then, like, again, like, with any J. Cole song, it's always going to have a fucking deeper meaning. Like, he, he's, like... Yeah. He's just... Honestly, I, I can't even do... I can't even describe this to do a song, like, in any, any favors. Just, like... Just listen to the damn song. <laughs> yeah, just listen to it. <laughs> there's no other way to, like, describe it. It's just, like, it's a lot to unpack. And... And, yeah, this again. I wouldn't do it in this justice. song.
0: This song is lyric heavy, so like you need a like. It's like a freaking sonnet. You need to dive deep into that shit. Like this song could probably be like fifteen minutes, just broken down one by one line by one line. And we're not the do- we're not about to do that right now.
1: Yeah, <laughs> not not today, my guy. <laughs>
0: no, yeah, we we love Jacob. We're like, uh, take it easy, there, guy. Like <laughs> if
1: I wanted to read Shakespeare, I would have just fucking watched the Lion King, you know? yeah.
0: <laughs> I go to GD Cuz uh, right now, guy, and I play that shit.
1: <laughs> so uh so let's go ahead and move on to the next song. The next song is neighbors and in this oh, song shit. <laughs> In this song it draws inspiration from an incident that happened on March 18th of 2016 involving the house J. Cole rented in North Carolina to use as a studio. The house was raided by the SWAT team members after complaints from neighbors who assumed the house was being used to produce and sell drugs. No narcotics were found. The story was originally told by Dreamville's Elite, a producer credited multiple times on For Your Eyes Only when he spoke with Complex to confirm that the most of For Your Eyes Only is not from Cole's perspective, but neighbors on the other hand. This beat is actually the instrumental of his twenty thirteen track Forbidden Fruit played in reverse. He revealed it during a concert in Anaheim, California.
0: Bro fun fact, we actually went to that concert and he actually like debuted that run back for us. Like he's like he did Forbidden Fruit and then he turned it backwards and then did Neighbors right after. So that was a cool experience. Because he was in the prison jumpsuit, right? The orange yep. jumpsuit. Yep. Uh, I I still brag about that to my buddy.
1: That was that concert was really good, and I think this this is why this album like really hits home for me too. Cause it was like the first like
0: big concert that me and you went to.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh man, that was that dope ass night. <laughs> that was a dope ass night, bro. Like, I still need like we didn't even unpack like how much that concert meant to both of us cause like I don't remember that was like our third time or fourth time going to Vegas right but that was our first concert there Mm -hmm. it was an MGM Grand it was all smoked out
1: I know I remember we walked out of the concert and dad was like damn that pounds coming all the way over here
0: and we're (laughs) like really we didn't we didn't even notice bro
1: but it's really I didn't even smell it (laughs) yeah but
0: this this song is just one of the bangers on the album like I guess the neighbors think I'm selling dope. Well, motherfucker, I am. I, I am. am. I
1: am. Well, motherfucker, I am. Yeah, I don't want no picture with the president. I just want to talk to the we'll man. Talk to the man. Speak with those who Walking the Walk game. Walking, walking. the game. I let those guys
0: in hop in the game. Again, things happen often. But back on a dream, I was awesome. Seeing the actors
1: outside, man, awesome. Been building up me a house from back home in the southpaw. I won't believe it. It's it was it's King right. <laughs> Damn,
0: this is on <laughs> the part. for the fame and the fortune. Well, maybe not the well, fortune. But the thing yeah. is it showed that the, yeah. children, the no. fame is exhausting. Well, that's, that's, why that's why I that's moved away. I knew
1: Privacy. i cheese now the cheese now with feet. me. <laughs> you think about you do you and I do me. I do me. Like, got a big old backyard and my hitter's standing outside. of passed the gauze. Feel it. Marijuana, laughing hard, thankful for the best planet star. The driveway, there's no rapid cars, just some shit to get get back back to fold. Just some shit to get get back to
0: fold. Welcome to the shelter, this is true. Got too
1: insecure one of these stars. you always knew you were. Wait, I think police is at the door. door.
0: Okay, the neighbors think I'm selling
1: dope. (laughs) Selling
0: dope. Oh, yeah.
1: I like that that one part, bro. It's like, don't follow me, don't follow, don't follow me, me don't follow, follow me. me. Okay, I think the name was "Think i Selling Dope." <laughs> bro, <laughs> this song just a certified
0: to my banger.
1: My motherfucker, I am so much into inter- inter- Don't know
0: I'm what thinking. I was thinking. I'm back, back to that your side. side. So, mo- integration. Don't know what I was thinking. I'm moving back to Southside.
1: Okay, next, next. <laughs> now this song, this song kind of grew on me, but like when it first came out, it was like a skippable song. But the next one is folding clothes.
0: Oh, I wanna fold clothes for you. I want to make you feel good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So following the emotional vulnerable, she's mine part one, J. Cole once again makes a reference to his wife childhood sweetheart, Melissa Hehold. With Melissa's nine-month pregnant carrying their daughter, J. Cole offers offers her support with the small things that go a long way.
0: I didn't know their childhood sweethearts. I didn't either. That's pretty dope.
2: The more you
1: know... I want to just, like, say that Genius is giving me all this information. So, I just want to shout out Genius for, for all the back. Yeah. Shout out, Genius. Here
0: you go. All love for the boy, for J. Cole. All things J. Cole. <laughs> <laughs> Dive deep into his livelihood. I want to fold clothes for
1: you. I want to make you feel good. <laughs> Bro, that one line where he goes, um, what is it? He's like, um... <laughs> It's our fault, except right here with you folding clothes, watching Netflix, catching up <laughs> on our shows, eating breakfast, raising brain in my bowl with some bananas and almond milk. I never thought I'd see the day I drinking almond almond milk. milk. <laughs> you soft. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that shit hit hard. calls a clown honestly. though. Honestly, <laughs> I, I don't know if you if you like ever heard that ad lib, but like after he says that, it's like you saw in the background. Uh. (laughs) but yeah it's just like this is this is just one that like honestly a little backstory on this one like this um remember when we went to the mall and Quincy was all hitting on that girl
0: (laughs) yeah and then you're all i want to pull clothes for you (laughs) (laughs) your secret huh (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah I wanna make like, you
2: feel good <laughs>
1: shout, out to my, shout out to my voice fitting game at the time bro but yeah I gave him all kinds of jazz like yo you got a number he's like nah he's like bro he should just walk up to her and be like I wanna pull clothes for you I wanna make you feel good <laughs> bro that
0: was a fat minute going. that was deep in the archives bro holy shit
1: right that, every time I every time I hear that song I always think about that shit I'm always pounding on him bro <laughs> Players got God play. Yes, sir. Right, shoot your shot, 2K. I mean, shoot your, shoot your shot, 2K17, dog. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, next. So mm. the next song is um, She's Mine, part two. And in this one, you know, the second part is, so the first part was dedicated to his wife. And the second part is dedicated to his newborn daughter, a child first discovered by his friends through these tracks. Cole delves into the responsibilities of fatherhood, and he describes the scene of hovering over his daughter and looking into her bright eyes as he finds himself overcome by a strange feeling called hope. Bro, and this song, this song honestly fucking hits hard. Like it was always, it was always a good one that I always gravitated to, but like since I had Abel, bro, like this song just like fucking yeah, bro, hits so hard.
0: When he's like, they make a feed on the, who'll be knocking on their door. Every Black Friday, just to, uh, just to buy some shit they can't afford. Even with the discount. Cash you check, the shit bounce. Uh, it's so relatable, bro. Like for black families and people throughout like the US. Mm-hmm. Like growing <laughs> up with a kid. What's that smell? What's your diaper shit here? in your back, don't in you care now.
1: Right <laughs> now? I, I have to get you back. One day you're going to want to get your way out. Yeah, I fun with that. Reminiscing when you came out the womb. Because of joy I think about
0: the room. You are now the reason. reason that I fight. And I and never, never did, did. nothing that right. right. It's my whole life. Got me thinking. And my brother, I good. Am I ready to get? Am I strong enough to live? live. Into a place that, I, place I, can that I can see? Someone, Someone more, more important, to important to me. Am I worthy of this gift? Am I worthy
1: of this gift? Am I strong enough to it? Am I strong enough to it? Into a place that I can
0: see. I can see. Someone, Someone more, more important. important to me. I never felt so alive. And then he goes back into that shit, bro. Oh my goodness. That's just... It gonna be I how I did like I feel for you feeling for that song, you know? <laughs> yeah.
1: But there is a god. Is it a god? Yeah, it's a god. I never fell still Man. Like honestly, like last time last time I heard this song, like it, it like made my eyes water because it was just like everything like fucking just like all those emotions. Like you'll you'll know when you have one of your own, bro. But it's just like Ooh. Oh I bet. Yeah, I bet. Like, it, it fucking humbles you to no fucking extent, dog. <laughs> and then the all-time, all-time favorite track on this album, to this day. Still, to listen to it, like, at least. To this day. So, the title track, For Your Eyes Only.
0: The eight minute this song, banger.
1: Eight minutes and 51 seconds. So, like, this song, just, like, I basically... I like, the whole thing. Same honestly (laughs) so in this one this is basically like the whole backstory on james's uh j cole's relationship with james and like and describing his whole life and like basically from what happened with them growing up like what happened with adulthood what happened when he got caught up with the drugs and and going to jail and getting out of jail and having his daughter and ultimately at the end that's when he that's when uh J. Cole reveals that this whole album was dedicated to him and it was something that James wanted Cole to tell his daughter in case the premonition came to fruition on having him pass away unexpectedly and not being able to be there for his daughter.
0: Yeah. It's so like thinking of how think of how like real. He dives into the song like just for his friend.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, how much of a like, how crazy that is to do that for someone else's daughter. Like, right and to do it so swiftly and promptly and so artistically, to where like, you probably know it's for someone, else, but mm-hmm. you own know, and you shape it and mold it to conform against in your life. So right. Great writing, it's great producing, it's great editing, it's great mixing. It's all coming to fruition in
1: one song. Right. And yeah, it's like, And it doesn't feel like when you're listening to it, like it doesn't feel like it's eight minutes. Like it feels like it's a four minute song no, it's like, like everything. Like yeah, like like Four or five minutes. Like, yeah, and it's just like like how you said it's just like you get so immersed in like the backstory and you get so like and it was handled with such care and such grace that, that it doesn't come off, like, as, like, like, just, like, a tribute sort of thing, like, it's actually, like, okay, like, you could actually see James as this person, just, like, the way that Cole's describing it, and then in the last verse, that's when, like, when it's actually J. Cole speaking from his his own point of view, it's just, like, oh, shit, like, damn, like, like, this man was really close with this guy, and they were just, like, they were really tight, and, they knew each other's moms, they knew each other's families, and, like, everything like that, so it was just, like, handled with such grace that I don't think a lot of people could really pull off.
0: I know, yeah, I don't think, I feel like only Kendrick could be able to do something similar to this, like, mm-hmm. for, like, uh, what's the song, Sing for, sing for Me, I'm Dying of Thirst? Yeah, where like that's another like long song where he really dives deep into social economic problems and Mm -hmm. like things like that so that's kind of where those two separate themselves and showcase their like styles and their like just oh my god it's just so crazy to think of how impactful these songs can be and
1: will be for future like generations to come right and then even and like just to end the song like just like how how he ends the song it's just like he's going into all these descriptions like your daddy was a real one not because he was cold not because he got some pussy 12 years old not because he came through in the caddy on some bows. Not because he went from bagging up the ground and serving oaths. No. Not your daddy was a real one. Not because he was poor. Not, he Not was because hard. he, Not Not he a really life was... of crime behind some bars. bars. Not because, because was... he the law of law that, that was true. Your
0: daddy was, was a real, really
1: one, real... one. Because he loved you. For your wives lives only. So like, like he's like saying like all this stuff that uh, he did, like all like the you could see it as like negative, or you could see it as like as like his misgivings and like things that you like socially you would be gangster you'd be hard but like the only reason why he was he was a real one is because he had that love for his friends his his family and his daughter so it's like just from in perspective like no matter what type of quote-unquote badass shit that you do that the main things are if you have to get your priorities straight but you always got to love your family you always got to love like yourself you always got to be caring for others and that's that's what makes you a real one.
0: I feel like any of these songs are like, could be interchangeable if you know what I'm saying. Like, you could play them out of order and they still go together. Like, Mm -hmm. So, I think that's really artistic and I think that's a real testament to J. Cole's writing in this album because you could play She's Your Mind Part 2, you could play Change, you could play For Whom the Bell Tolls and they'll still be out of order, but they're still like Convey this overall theme of the whole album so gracefully and so swiftly that you're able to follow along. Right, I agree. I completely agree with that. And I don't think there's many like albums that could do that. Like, like you could do that with "Damn," another banger of an album that we already did. But I don't think there's any other albums that could tell a complete story. Yeah, out of order. Like, you know what I'm saying?
1: Right. Right. Like, yeah, because, um, Damn, definitely, because that was like, Kendrick was kind of subliminal with that shit. He's like, oh, I don't know which way you're supposed to do it. You could do it this way or that way. Hmm. <laughs> and then I, <laughs> and then I know, um, I know nothing was the same, in the same way you could, um, do it interchangeable, flip it.
0: Yeah. And those are iconic albums. Like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: So and that I, you put at that level is just otherworldly.
1: Honestly, yep. So, let's go ahead and uh, get into our unbiased opinions on the overall ranking of this album.
0: I'm gonna give... Bro, I gotta give this album a 9. 9? Nine? I, I give it a 9 because there's 10 tracks and I only skip Fold and Close. So, it's a 9.
1: See, I'll give it a... Honestly, like this album, like even though it holds like a lot of sentimental value and uh and it holds like a lot, like Yeah, like sentimental
0: value and but and like overall themes, I think it's a ten, but like out of the albums we've done and are right. going to do, I give it a nine. That's yeah, so like
1: so where I was going <laughs> where I was going with that is like like again, sentimental will be a ten. It'll be like fucking absolute perfect, whatever. But what I would I, I would give it an eight. And here's why. I would give it an 8 because overall, it was great. It was a great album, good vibes and everything like that. But what I what I like wanted, I wanted more of that same vibe and that same, like, like I wanted more of it. Like, it, le- it left me wanting more. Like, even though four Eyes Only was a good ending track and everything was good and, like, it was, like, a perfect ending to a perfect, to a good album. But I just felt like, even though it was 10 tracks, Like I wanted, I wanted more. There was just yeah, like you wanted,
0: you wanted like a fifteen track album.
1: Yeah, or like hell, same level. Yeah, like I wanted, I wanted. It just left me just like damn, like shit, like this is probably this is gonna last me for a while, but like I, it'll be a lot, it'll be better if it was a little bit more than having it just be like that ten track.
0: Yeah, I feel you. I feel you on that. Like, and I was kind of leaning towards an 8.5, too, because I was like, For Whom the Bell Tolls, like, it's a good song and everything, but, like, it gives, like, like half a credit down. So I was thinking more 8.59-ish for my overall rating. Right. Reading. right. But, again, like... but, like, again, sentimental value and, like, overall message of the album, I give it a 10 all day.
1: Right. Same. So... Let's go ahead and um, give our obviously like I would highly recommend if you guys haven't listened to this album, give it a listen. It's a really good listen, um, even though I was kind of harsh on the on it. But like every song just means so much to me. and Completely unbiased, like it's not his best project, but it's definitely far from the worst. So yeah, give, for sure, like give it a give it a listen. It's a it, you won't you won't regret it. It's a really good listen. But, and it's, uh,
0: it is not, it's not the longest album either, so you could probably fit it in, like, to your, in your daily life, or you could listen to a song here and there. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't need to be listened to as a whole, necessarily. You could just pick and choose when and where you want to listen to it in your playlist or in your everyday life. So I exactly. think that's a testament to his writing again and his overall status as a rapper, you know?
1: Exactly. Well, Exactly. So let's go ahead and dive into our recommendations for this week.
0: Okay, I'm going to recommend the tour I just went on, Mr. Morel and the Big Steppers. I'm going to recommend that album. I love that album. Um, it's a real deep album. It's There's a lot of things in there that uh, Kendrick says they shouldn't be said, but he said that shit and I respect <laughs> him for it. And some of the songs really hit home for me, so yeah, give that album a listen.
1: Oh, good. Yeah, I um, I, I listened to it once, but then I haven't like picked up on it again. So I'll definitely give that up another another listen. But I've actually been on a country kick lately.
2: Country. Being a country, You've been the
1: country like, boy. I've been
2: listening
1: to... <laughs> for like the past like three weeks. I just been listening like nothing but country. But I did find... (laughs) Uh,
0: So, so, um, coming back to Albuquerque from Phoenix, right? You there? You with me? Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, so coming back from Phoenix, I was playing, like, my playlist and shit. And dad goes, can can you play country? And I was like, I got you the country, dad. (laughs) I put it on a playlist. But that's a little funny story. (laughs) Like, I wasn't feeling country at all, so I, I just went to sleep. That's <laughs> it <laughs> for me to sleep. <laughs> okay, but go, go for your recommendation.
1: So, um, so my recommendation is, uh it's just going to be a song, because I've been listening to, like, a, I haven't been listening to albums, I've just been, like, shuffling, like, my country playlist, mm-hmm. and um, new ones, but, like, there's a song called Used To by Luke Combs, and that song just, like, been just, like, hitting lately just the the song about like grief and about like grieving and stuff like that but it's it's a really good song i'd really give it a give it a listen
0: okay well that's what that's why it drew me drew me towards kendrick too because he has that united and grief song he has um mother i sober he has die hard like they're all songs that talk about losing someone and it just yeah you know we know
1: yeah yeah and this is like um this is like uh, around the time where he released um hurricane so it was like around like that
0: i think i've heard it i think i heard it used uh, to. Used to
1: you? yeah yeah it's a it's a really good song i being... mean yeah <laughs> but i think that's um that's gonna wrap up this episode It was a pretty chunker a pretty chunky boy
0: yeah and then now you have that uh i don't know what specific uh tools in adobe you use to like edit audio but now you have that in your arsenal so we should be kicking back up yes sir all right i'll hit him with the outro we live in we vibe in oh no we chill we vibing, we living, we thriving. i fucked that up my own fucking slogan but <laughs> we'll keep that in there no edit uh love you guys thank you all Everyone listening. Um again we don't do it for the listeners or the clout as to say, but we just do it to kind of uh get stuff off our minds and get away from everyday life. It's a little getaway, a little siesta. Um so I appreciate you, Javon, for having me on this journey. I appreciate my mom and dad for letting me do this on the side. Uh, we don't do it for monetary gain,
1: but we love doing it. So appreciate you exactly and i want to again like i just like can't can't thank you enough don like i was like this was just a a pipe dream that i had so oh, yeah i'm gonna do a podcast and then like i was like, <laughs> my first episode bro that shit was fucking trash but like <laughs> but like i, I oh, really so
0: today we're cool. gonna dive into a deep dive into the top 100 albums of the...
1: <laughs> but that was that was a pipe dream like but like
0: yeah but i'm doing just, it. Like,
1: exactly like it was just something that I thought of and like having us do it now and like again like having having you my best friend just fucking being able to do it with me it's just like so so just like I appreciate you for doing it and it's just fun it's awesome like I I do look forward to whenever we can record whenever our schedules align to it but shout out to you shout out to uh, Haley shout out to Abel shout out to Mom Pop the everybody like honestly I just love everybody and I hope that that whoever listens to this, they could appreciate it. And if not, just leave leave a comment. Let us know what we could do better. But fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> fuck it. The only way to grow is through, like,
0: doing that shit and actually putting your, your fucking heels in that shit. Actually putting your hands and working with stuff. So, like, if anyone has any info or advice to make us do better, like, let us know. We have a website. We have... Lots of ways of community even do, like, I don't know. I even have, oh, I'm going to plug it right now. I have a Twitch channel going on. I'm streaming Fortnite and uh, 2K Madden. So follow the Twitch. It's Dominic uh, DominicRael52. Um, but, yeah, I think it's so fun to be able to do all this media stuff and especially have you in my corner. Like, this is some shit that ago wouldn't be able to be doing and now we're doing that shit so it's pretty it's pretty uh pretty awesome
1: honestly it is and uh yeah just like whenever i find time to do it um i know freaking schedule's been busy but again like i i can't stress enough like how how much i look forward to to us just like getting in there and and just recording again like when like those bullshit episodes and even just like like the bullshit deep, up yeah. stuff and just like the, the deep dives into the the album, just like talking about our music and just like talking about life, and just mm-hmm. just very, very stress relieving and really helps with my mental health. And I just I just appreciate. It.
0: Yeah, and again, mental health is so important. You guys, for our radio listeners, or for anyone listening in the future. Always take care of yourself first and foremost before you can take care of someone else. Um, and always spread love
1: over hate no matter what. Facts. Well, All that's right. a, that's another one in the book. So I'll go ahead and chop this up and I'll let you know when we could get this um, posted.
0: All right. Love you, bro.
1: See you. All right. Love you. Bye. Bye.